something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking about weddings. We also love talking over the phone. Hi, buddy. (laughs) Hi. So listeners, remember last week that we had Pammy on the phone with us because her daughter had COVID? Well, (laughs) we still have Pammy on the phone. And why is that, Pammy? Because my daughter so lovingly passed it off to me. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, it, it took me a, a couple of days later, but I got it. And here I am still trying to recover from it. So at this point, you're kind of I feel like you're coming out of the woods, right? You were you're on the you're on the upswing. I am. I'm definitely I am still dealing with like, you know, coughing and things like that. So it's really fun. And I hope to be done with it really soon if all goes well. <laughs> yes, yes. We um, briefly saw each other from a distance masked up when I dropped off a bunch of food. So I did shout at you and I thought you were doing pretty well at that point. So I imagine you're if, if you're saying you're better yeah. than you were then, I'm, 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 I'm rooting for you, buddy. Thank you. And that food was amazing. Thank you, Auntie Brooke. My kids were so happy. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking I'm actually gonna <laughs> I'm gonna mention the recipe in our bridal break. I think I'm doing I'm putting it right now. You guys, stay tuned. Bridal break. We're gonna talk about the food that I sent to Pam because I'm with you. That is one of my favorite yes. dishes of all time. <laughs> so good. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so because this is um you know a weird circumstance and with last week her dealing with her daughter in the same situation obviously guys we've had to reschedule a couple different interviews so unfortunately the next week or two or three of the, of the podcast are going to be probably solo episodes potentially still doing it over the phone well hopefully by then you'll be negative by next week hopefully I think so but um just so you guys know it's going to be a little unorthodox we're going to go back to doing kind of what we did Remember before when we were building back up and we had to take breaks? It's like that again, unfortunately, but we're living through a pandemic and we're doing the best we can and we wanted to put out an episode. So here we are, guys. <laughs> we still have stories to share. So here we are. Oh, yeah. There's still plenty of shit to talk about. <laughs> One of the things you mentioned to me when we were shouting at each other in your front yard was that um, you find that you have more coughing going on when somebody makes you laugh. (laughs) So I don't really know how this podcast is going to work because part of the idea behind this podcast is I'm supposed to make the listeners laugh. Yes. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to try my best (laughs) to only do things that make them laugh. And does I crank you cringe? I don't know how this is going to (laughs) work. Don't make me laugh. No, I mean, (laughs) it's just going to be heavy on the edit button. I mean, because... (laughs) I just do not see an episode where I'm not laughing. <laughs> Thank you for sacrificing for the podcast, Pammy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I made you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? I'm so sorry. First up, we're going to read an article, and then we're going to do one confessional. That's what we're going to do today, because I feel like that's what Pammy's voice can handle. Also, again, because Pammy is having these issues with her voice and coughing, I have to do all the reading today, guys. So who's really suffering, Pam or me? You know, it's maybe just a little payback for all the long ones that I do. So Everyone pray for me. I'm having a really tough day. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
All right. You um, got this, Brooke. I know you can do this. <laughs> okay. First up is the article that I found that I sent to you and immediately it was like, um, we are reading this on the podcast because this is insane. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so bananas. I love it. <laughs> so I've seen this article a couple places, but this specifically I'm going to be reading from popcrush.com. Here is the headline, guys. You ready? <laughs> Bride and holistic caterer arrested for allegedly lacing wedding food with marijuana. Amazing. <laughs> I mean... You read that title and I'm hooked. I need to know more. About Immediately this story. clicking. Clickbait is working. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I'm so, in. so this article was written by Donnie Meacham. So here we go. The wedding was lit. The only problem, guests had no idea their food was allegedly laced with marijuana. <laughs> a Florida bride and her caterer were arrested after several guests became seriously ill after ingesting tainted food during a wedding ceremony at the Springs Clubhouse in Longwood, Florida. Bri- oh, sorry, hold on. Ruth wants to come in. Ruth wants to hear more about this weed story. <laughs> Okay, one more time. Bride Dana Glennie and her holistic chef Jocelyn Bryant are both facing charges of tampering, culpable negligence, and delivery of marijuana, according to Fox 35 Orlando. The two women turned themselves in to the authorities on Monday, April 18th, and they both bonded out, according to WESH. Authorities responded to the wedding hall after a guest started feeling weird with one man telling deputies he felt as if he had drugs inside of him after only consuming food and wine. First responders claimed several attendees were complaining of stomach pains and vomiting. Fox 35 Orlando reports. Another guest allegedly told fire officials the food had been laced with marijuana. Another man complained he was feeling ill and high and wanted to press charges against those responsible for possibly lacing his food. He, along with several other guests, were treated at South Seminole Hospital. WESH reports that when pressed by authorities if the food had been laced with marijuana, the bride stared with a blank expression before denying the food had any THC in it. THC is the active hallucinogenic chemical in cannabis, according to an arrest affidavit. Also, just according to the world. We all know that. (laughs) Several items, including chocolate-covered strawberries, wine glasses, cookies, brownies, pudding shots, and a handful of lasagna and more were collected as evidence to be tested. The outlet reports lasagna and a piece of bread tested positive for THC. What? Oh, more news is pending. We will let you know when we know. Oh my God, that's it. That's the whole article. Wow. Oh my goodness. You weren't supposed to make me laugh, and I could not help but giggle through this whole thing. Now, this took place in Florida, which um, is not a state where it is legal. Is that correct? Oh, that's my- a, you know, that's a really good question, Pammy. Google real quick, because I don't know. In my brain, I know most states have slowly become, I know, but not all of it. We live in California. We're a bunch of hippies. Weed has been legal so long, it didn't even occur to me that it might be illegal in Florida. What does it say, Pam? Okay, so... Florida medical marijuana laws prohibit anyone in Florida to possess marijuana, flower, or buds unless it is in a sealed, tamper-proof container sold at a dispensary. 
even if you are a patient and have a valid medical marijuana card, it is still illegal to buy, possess, or use recreational marijuana. Okay, so there are medical marijuana states. So this is definitely not cool. I mean, it's not this cool is, in general. That's really fucked up, man. No. Yeah, this is, like, you know, it's one thing if people are okay with it and no going in, but to just, like, put it in there and not tell people, that's not okay. Yeah, if all. you were in a state where this is legal and you had a very well-labeled table with maybe somebody standing by to kind of pass it out individually, like, okay. I wouldn't partake because me and edibles do not, me and marijuana in general, we're just not best friends. It's fine. I have wine. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I I could, again, I have no judgments to people that want to like, you know, have some edibles at their wedding, but it has to be because you can't sneak drugs into people's bodies and think they're going to be like, this was a fun idea. <laughs> right? Who, who thought, I mean, clearly they must have been already using some of the edibles when they were like, you know, let's just do this at my wedding and not tell anybody. Also, how do you put it on the wine glasses? I guess you just you just rub the oils on the rims. Guys, people must have gotten really fucking high. That sounds like a lot of weed going in there. Right. I mean, I get, like, the, the desserts and things like that. Lasagna? Like, what? <laughs> Weed lasagna? Because you know what would happen with me? I would get really fucking high because I love lasagna. And I'd be like, let me have a second helping. Are you going to finish yours? <laughs> <laughs> I would have been a mess. I would have thought, like, oh, no, my lactose intolerance is acting up. Oh, no, wait. I'm just extremely high. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't have known that, potentially. Yeah, no, that's that's You've just been like up. I feel weird. <laughs> I mean, but like people had stomach pains and vomiting. Like that has to be a serious amount, don't you think? Or she's just I mean, really a terrible chef, and maybe the food was just bad to begin with. Oh, <laughs> um, I mean, Jocelyn, if, if not, you not a good idea. No, th- this is a bad idea, guys. Don't do this ever. This is insane. That's just insane yeah. to me. I cannot believe, I just can't believe two people had a conversation that led to, yes, let's do this. One thing if one person went kind of haywire and did this, but knowing that two people agreed and were like, uh-huh. And like, you must have had to pay more for the caterer for all this weed. That's an expensive bill, man. Right. And this is part of like what we're here for. Like this bride should have like written into us and been like, you know what? I was thinking this. Do you think this is a good idea? And we would have either said, like we said here, no, or fine if you want a table and everything is well labeled, but no surprises. Yeah. I mean, if she had written in, I definitely would have said, first of all, we would have Googled and found out that it's illegal in Florida. been like, don't do this. This is illegal. We don't already know. Like, we we don't know. Our things are anonymous, so we don't know where people are. But yes, it would depend on the state. That's true. Yes. We probably would have prefaced this with like, depending on where you live. But yeah, if it's illegal, don't risk it on your wedding day getting freaking, you know, <laughs> getting arrested. Because I feel like we kind of do a little bit of a little bit of tomfoolery, like let's sneak a dog in for photos. You know what I mean? Like we suggested that, but we aren't going to suggest you like bring illegal drugs to your wedding. Like that's fucking crazy. <laughs> yes. 
we we might suggest a little rule bending every now and then, but not rule breaking. It's not getting anybody arrested on their wedding day. Right. And not law breaking. Right. <laughs> yes. Again, if this is something you would contemplate doing, our suggestion is one, make sure that you're in a state where this is legal. And two, have a, just a separate dessert table, have it all very heavily labeled. And I would actually have a person that serves it to you. Because somebody that doesn't really know what they're doing is going to be like, I'm going to have three of these brownies. And you should not have three of these brownies. You should have a quarter of a brownie. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Those edibles are sneaky, man. (laughs) (laughs) I've literally never had a good experience. It either is nothing or I am part of the fun. (laughs) It's a kite, but not in a fun way. I'm just like, uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right. So that's the crazy story we had to share. But now, do you want to get into a confessional? I mean, yes, we're wedding confessionals. Let's do it. All right. I wonder if there's going to be drugs in it. So, um, again, I had to read the article and now I have to read the confessional. So, a lot of my voice, guys. I hope you like a nasally alto because that's what you're getting today. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Brooks. I've really fallen on that today. sword. <laughs> you right. are. Yes, I'm so brave. Never has anyone been so brave. All right. <clears throat> Dear Pam, Brooke, Ruth, and Guest. I found my photographer on Instagram. She had beautiful, inspiring photos that I fell in love with instantly. My dream was to be featured on her Instagram feed alongside all these other stunning brides with perfect lighting, gorgeous dresses, and interesting locations. When I called to see about the price and availability of this photographer, I ended up speaking with her assistant. It worked out that she was available, and the cost for what I was envisioning was within our budget, mostly because I had set aside a huge portion of our cash for wedding photos. All right. Um, they la- they last forever, so I thought it would be a good investment. Okay. You know what? I agree. That, that makes sense. If that's what you're really interested in, put it towards what you like. Um, yep. I asked the assistant if I used this photographer, would I be featured on her website or Instagram feed? She said yes. And it was like my dreams were coming true. On the wedding day, the photographer was so great. She had wonderful ideas, put me and my husband at ease while taking a ton of photos of us individually as a couple and with our family and friends. When the photos came back, I was blown away. She really did make me look like an Instagram model. Every day after my wedding, and especially after I received my finalized photos, I checked my photographer's Instagram account, expecting to see my picture pop up somewhere. Weeks went by, then months, nothing. Finally, I reached out to my photographer to ask when I would expect to see my wedding on her website, or at the very least, her Instagram. She responded that she doesn't actually feature every wedding she shoots on her social media or website. It's mostly for influencers or couples with large Instagram followings. When I mentioned that her assistant said I would be featured, the photographer said, oh, she probably just said that because in the fine print of the contract, it does mention that I have the right to use these images for promotional purposes, but it's not like a guarantee that everyone's going to be on my site. And then she just kind of rushed me off the phone and I was left speechless. I'm definitely not an influencer. I've got a normal office job. And I guess my 800 follower count isn't enough to make the cut. I know it's silly, but I just thought that being featured on this big photographer's Instagram account was going to be part of the deal. And I was really, really looking forward to it. To complete strangers being able to see me looking literally the best I've ever looked in pictures ever. But instead, now I just feel stupid. Like I was kind of scammed. 
My husband said I'm overreacting and that it's no big deal. He even reminded me that I was featured on my hair and makeup person's IG and the venue even put a picture of us on their website. But I still just can't seem to shake the feeling that I was totally let down by the whole photography experience. And now when I look at those photos, they make me feel a little sad. Like it's just a reminder that I wasn't good enough to make the cut. So I'm just wondering if you guys have any advice on how to handle my disappointment. Thanks from definitely not an influencer. Oh, wow. I hate that she's bummed. Um, I do too. I do too. I mean, I, I definitely agree with the husband on this one. I, I do think that she's overreacting um, because... And I mean, the one sentence that kind of got me was there at the end when she said um, that I was totally let down by the whole photography experience. And I think that that is not the case because she just wrote about her entire experience and one part of it may not have lived up to her her expectations of being on the Instagram account. But everything else she said was amazing. So how can you say the whole photography experience wasn't good when it was? So I think that um, I think that you need to focus on what was good. Like you said, you your hair and makeup and your venue and you have a husband and you have these beautiful photos. Like go with that. You can't change or make other people do it and if it wasn't specific in your contract that it was a must then you know I think you gotta let it go just for your own peace of mind yeah I mean I get the idea of the thrill of being highlighted in this it sounds like probably she must have a lot of followers or just like you know her feet is really beautiful and wanting to be featured on that I understand like having this this need that you thought was going to get met and then realize afterwards that it's not you know expectations are not being met and that's a bummer and it sucks but I also wonder if you know part of what you're going through and sort of the disappointment you're having right now is also, and this happens a lot of, to people of like when your wedding is over and like the high and all the chaos and all the, like, it's this big thing you're dealing with and now it's done. They kind of have this thing where it's like, you know, it's a shift. It's sort of like when a year of school ends or Pam, I know you used to do theater. Like when I'm sure when a show ends or like when we worked in television, when you, when you don't get to work with people or see people or like this thing you were doing ends, it's kind of a shock to the system. And I wonder if part of what you're dealing with isn't just the photography, but like just the actual, just like end of an era of being a bride. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely a good point. Um, but, but, then you know i definitely um well she mentioned weeks went by and then months nothing so i i definitely i'm i'm glad you wrote in and um you know i you you contacted the photographer you made your piece you made your case it's not gonna happen and i think you i like i said in the beginning i I agree with your husband you gotta let it go because there's so much more in your future and in your life and focus on, you know, that with your husband. But yeah, I do. I do understand the letdown that you're saying that that is definitely there, but you gotta, you gotta like for this, for this, uh, 
um, person who's not an influencer, you got to let it go. That's my advice. Yeah. And you know, you have to also see it from the photographer's point of view. You know, the Instagram page is what got you as a customer to get engaged, you know, to get engaged with her and you got engaged with, the, with her site, which then led you to want to work with her. So like the point of her Instagram page and her website is not just to, you know, make her clients like featured on there. It really is her business. So it is, I'm sure it's maybe curated. So knowing that you didn't get quote unquote picked, especially now that you know, it's actually a numbers game and you know, it has nothing really to do with you personally. It just has to do with the business of social media and the business of weddings. You know, this is a, this is someone's job. So I think that you have to realize that I know that you probably see Instagram as like a fun place to share photos with your friends. But for her, this is just a marketing tool. You know what I mean? So it's less personal mm -hmm. for her. So I think also think about your photographer's point of view. They're very busy. They're trying to get as much business as they can. You know, they probably didn't work a lot in 2020 and part of 2021. So, you know, there is sort of an aspect of just kind of with the time and energy you have to spend, making it as like impactful as possible for her on the business end. So have a little bit of compassion for the photographer. But I will say I will be petty for you because I think you want to hear this and you're not wrong. Let me tell you, Pam. There's a part of me that read this email or this this message that came in and and thought, you know, <laughs> if I was a photographer and this bride who already wrote me a check and was probably sounds like pretty easy to work with, like they had a good experience. It was pretty positive. If they out of the blue messaged me and was like, hey, I thought I was going to get featured on your Instagram. I would have been like, yeah, girl, it's coming out this week. You got it. Oh, yeah. You were always on the list. And then I would have hung up the phone and called my assistant and be like, hey. You know, Rachel from back in September, can you just put one of those pictures from her wedding up on Wednesday? Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, I would have just, I would have just placated you, honestly. You would have sent the Amanda thing. What would Amanda do? Right. Just put her in the way just yeah because on my end I feel up. like hey photographer you know like this is a client that had a good experience with you that would have a happy word of mouth to tell everyone else how wonderful it is and now that's not the case anymore and it's like dude like come on <laughs> whatever picture well, she, they did mention they did mention how they had a huge portion of cash set aside for the wedding photos right. so it does sound like this you know this bride Put, you know, paint this photographer a lot. The pictures are already done, man. It's a it's a pull a file, put it on the thing, and then it's over. I'm just saying that if you're the photographer and you happen to be listening, do them a solid. <laughs> so just know that I am thinking of you on that end. And that if I were the photographer, I want you to know that I would have lied to you and have been like, absolutely, the picture's going up this week. <laughs> and I would have done it for you. <laughs> But don't hire me as your my, your photographer. I know how to take pictures on an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're interested in? Sure. <laughs> hire me. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but uh, but going back to the actual thing about your mindset, I think Pam was right about kind of like letting it go. But I And I think it's hard and we all kind of do this from time to time where we find the negative thing and we really hold on to it. And I think that if you need to, literally write down 
the top 10 things that you loved about your wedding that have nothing to do with the pictures because the pictures are just images of the event, but there's the actual like content within the photos that really matter. You know what I mean? There's you, you know, in this gorgeous dress that you loved and you had this great experience with the hair and makeup. You're with all of your friends and family. It sounded like it was a wonderful day. Really actually say out loud or write down at least 10 things that were great to kind of really kind of get your brain focused on a positive because I feel like so much of your brain has been focusing on the negative, you know, what's the two wolves and the one you feed is the one that wins, you know? Yep. So I think actually if you need to do like an exercise and either say out loud or write out, that might sort of help to trick your brain and sort of, you know, technically get over it, but also just sort of like get you motivated in the right direction. But I mean, this it sounds like the photos are awesome. I mean, put them up on, I mean, put them up every year. You're happy. Every your anniversary, you get to have awesome photos to put up every year to be like, happy anniversary, honey. Here's a reminder of our awesome wedding. <laughs> you can be your yes. own mini influencer on your own page. There you are. There you go. Are you ready? I like it. Yeah. You'll be, I, I think that, I think also just time will pass and you will start to feel a little better. And, uh, yeah. And I think, you know, we'll also try to make you feel better is enjoying some bridal breaks. You see how I did that transition, Pam? Did you like that? Nicely done. <laughs> yes, it is. And time. my voice just got deeper. <laughs> Hello. Oh, my goodness. Pam, are you going to make it through the bridal breaks? I've, let's see, like, by the end, how much deeper your voice gets. <laughs> I'm going to make it. <laughs> you can do it just a couple more minutes. Um, so bridal breaks for anyone new to the podcast are suggestions we give not only for brides, but grooms, anyone helping with weddings, wedding professionals, a photographer who's dealing with a bride calling her, anybody. So um, they are just suggestions that have nothing to do with wedding planning so that you enjoy your life. You stop stressing so much about the things that are driving you nuts. And remember to you know enjoy things, the little things in life. Pam usually does a cocktail. I as we discussed earlier, are going to be talking about food today. Um, none of my food includes weed. I'm just throwing that out there to begin with. Sorry to disappoint. I guess you could sprinkle some in if you want. <laughs> uh, Pammy, uh, what do you got? I found on liquor.com the tequila honeybee. I thought it was spring. Honeybee sounded good. Yeah. So it starts with a dash of mezcal to rinse. I like it said a dash. Then um, reposado tequila, honey syrup, which there's a recipe for, fresh squeezed lemon juice, bitters, and then garnish with a lemon peel. So it's like a bee's knees with tequila. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Doesn't that sound nice? Like the... The tart lemon with the sweet honey, and then you throw the tequila in there and some bitters. Like, I don't know. I'm in with this one. Nice. Okay. My two bridal breaks are going to be a combo. So we mentioned. So we mentioned the um, the recipe that I dropped off with Pam. Is a completed dish. I didn't just leave a sheet of paper on her on her doorstep to make while she's sick. I made dinner for Pam's family one night because they were you know in the thick of it. Anyway, the the name of the the recipe is called Healthier Homemade One Pot Hamburger Helper. Yes. And guys, it is it's it's from halfbakedharvest.com. It is delicious. It's basically like I mean, it's like a cheesy noodle 
beefy, but you sneak in a lot of like onions and zucchini. So like it can be, it actually is like sneaky healthy. I mean, not like, I mean, there's still cheese in it and pasta. So, you know, but it's like a healthy mac and cheese. Basically it's, I mean, every time I make it, I have to like hold myself back from having like a third bowl. It's insane. Um, yeah, it did not last very long in my house at all. And it's only in one pot and it's really easy and simple. So I think if you even have like an okay level of, of, of cooking, you would be able to do it. So one of my Brado Bricks is going to be just this recipe. But also um, the woman that runs the the website, her name is Tegan Gerard. And she has, I mean, the website itself, like in general, guys, it's so good good there's so many great recipes it's a and it's also like the photos are beautiful she also has like some living stuff where it's going over more like entertainment and like her favorite like I'm just I'm breezing through right now there's it's like a beautiful blog it's a food heavy but also other stuff I have followed her for years Yes, yeah, me too. I followed her Instagram for years. And it really is like, so talk about its own bridal break. It's just the website. It's so beautiful and calming and soothing. It is just, uh, it's so relaxing. But the the, I mean, the photos she does of all the the food is always just so awesome. But um, she has two cookbooks. Yes. One is just called the Half-Baked Harvest Cookbook. And a new one just came out so called Half-Baked Harvest super simple. So again, we're talking about simple recipes, like the one that I made for Pam, where it's not too complicated. I think if you're kind of a beginner cook, she would be great. But I love her recipes. The flavor profiles are always amazing. And they're always easy to follow. So I'm going to put links to both of those books. And also, I think it's really cool. You know, she just started a blog and it, you know, kind of blew up. And now she's a New York Times bestselling, you know, author. It's so cool. But yeah, so those are my bridal breaks. It's food heavy this week, guys. I'm hungry. (laughs) You know what else I'm hungry for, Pam? A quiz. I'm hungry for quizzes. I'm hungry to tell the listeners more about our podcast and how they can find us. All right, we're going to see if Pam's voice can make it through this. I believe in you, buddy. If at any point you want to tap out, you can use COVID as your excuse. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm sorry. I, my throat hurts so much, but we have to stop. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know that's coming. I know. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, Pammy, we have a website. What is it? weddingconfessionals.com. From there, you can find all of our links to where we are on social media. We are on five different platforms on social media. Where are we, Pammy? We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, TikTok, and Pinterest. Correct. Also on our website, you can find all of our show notes. And we talk about the bridal breaks or, you know, like the article we read today, that'll all be in the show notes. You can find it there on the website. Also, we would love for you guys to send us your confessionals. If you have questions, if you have rants, if you just have funny stories, we want to hear all of them. There are three different ways you can share your confessionals with us. One is an email address. Pammy, what is the email address? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. We also have a phone line you can call and leave a voicemail. We will transcribe what you say. We will not have your voice on the podcast to keep everything anonymous. Pammy, what is our phone number? 434-933-2663. Girl, you got it. Oh, COVID brain didn't fail me on that one. Nice. All that NyQuil is still is pumping through your veins and you're still doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The other way is to go to our website and click on a tab that says what, Pammy? Tell us your secret. 
Yes. Tell us your secret in a raspy voice. <laughs> tell us your secrets. From there, tell it's just a secret. <laughs> I sound like a witch. Tell, tell me, me your secrets. <laughs> Guys, we're falling apart. <laughs> Um, from there, there's just a quick form that you can just type in um, a fun name and then a box where you can just write in the confessional. No email needed, no phone number needed. It's the most anonymous way possible. Feel free to give it a try. Um, we are on Apple Podcasts, Pammy. That's the um, the podcasting platform that really wants us to push for people to leave ratings and reviews. Five stars and a review is what we're hoping for. Correct, Pam? We are. We love five stars. We do Subscribe, love five stars. Leave a review, you know, all the fun things while you're there. Yes. Besides Apple Podcasts, there are two that start with the letter A. There are two podcast providers that start with letter A that have the Wedding Confessionals podcast streaming. Pammy, what are they? Amazon and Apple. There's And one. Audible. Yes. There we go. Two with the letter C. Cast Fox. And Castro. Two with D. Downcast and Deezer. One with G. Google. One with I. iHeartRadio. One with O. Overcast. One with L. Um, what was that one? Listen notes. Yes. And then we have a bunch of P's. Let's see how far you get. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Podbean, Podtail, Pocket Cast, uh, Player FM, uh, Podcast Attic, Podcast Republic, um, and I'm tapping out. Podcast Land and Pod Paradise. You were so close, Pam. You're really getting it. Oh, my God. This COVID brain is working for you. <laughs> um, radio Public. my boss. I know. <laughs> radio That's Public, funny. Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube. Also, using a voice command saying, play the Wedding Confessionals podcast. You can find us using Alexa and Siri. And Pammy, you and your voice got through it. I did it. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for uh, doing all of the talking today and reading everything. I appreciate it. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Um, so um, like we mentioned in the beginning, um, hopefully Pam will be back in person next week. If not, we will do something like this as long as she's feeling up to it. So just bear with us for the next couple of weeks so we get kind of back on track and start to reschedule all of our um, interviews with our guests. Um, thanks for sticking with us, guys, during this wacky journey that is a pandemic, man. <laughs> yes. And Pammy, I will see you hopefully in person next week. If not, I will still um, hear your lovely voice. <laughs> you got it. All right. See you then. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, WeddingConfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.